This is Darth Cerberus Wife, and you're listening to the Skate Podcast. This show is recorded in front of a live audience, and I'm here to support all the partners of this community. One is a territory war specialist from Australia. The other is a territory battle tactician from the U.S. Together, there are no signs of intelligent life on board. But with over a combined 45 years of entertainment under their belt, the one thing we are sure of is that you will be entertained. The CFH Network presents The Escape Podcast, a weekly show about the mobile game Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. Live from the network studios of Yavin 4, here are your hosts, Scotty McLaren and Paul Anthony. Coming up on this week's edition of the Escape Pod cast. Relics, modifiers, archetypes. Oh my. I feel a disturbance in the force in this week's cast for kids. And Cloud City Gaming sits down with me to talk about their Twitch channel. Scotty is out this week, so all of this and breaking news as and if it happens live on this solo edition of the Escape Pod cast. Escape Pod News. And welcome into this week's edition of the Escape Pod Cast. I'm Paul Anthony uh, Scott. As you heard, Scotty is out this week, so it is just pretty much me in a monologue. Um, and you know, we do have the listening lounge. If you are on Discord, uh, Discord.me/slash uh, the Escape Pod hyphen cast will get you to to the listening lounge. Of course, if you're listening to right now, you don't need to know that. But in the future, if you're listening to this on a podcast, you can join us every single week, 7.30 Eastern, for a live recording or live playback of this week's show. So, welcome to the Escape Pod cast. And, you know... At the expense of becoming the audiobook version of the forums, you know, I, I do want to touch on on the big topic this this week, and it is the relics. You know, we, we have we have the Jawa scavenger who's going to be going and giving us all these pieces that we need to create essentially what some people are calling Gear 14. Now, while I understand that that it can be viewed that way, I actually think of this more instead of gear 13 because it's amplifying specific you know specific types of, of abilities or not necessarily abilities but but stats. I think of this more as mods 2.1. Um, because what's going to happen here is you're going to go into different archetypes with your characters. You're, it, it, it's balancing it out across the entire, um, it's, it's balancing it out across the entire game of different types of archetypes. Now I'm going to get into those archetypes in, in a moment, um, but, you know, we have the Listener Lounge here. If you guys have any questions, you guys have any comments uh, that jump out at me, I will read them live as we're as I'm doing this show solo this week. So, um, you know, Dagger says calling it Gear 14 is super disingenuous. You know, 
it's not. I, I truly stand by saying that this is more of mods 2.1. It, it it truly is because of it, it's doing the same thing, but it's a specific mod for your character. It boosts only specific stats. It's not percentage-wise, necessarily. It's more that is the specific stat that you will be raising. Um, you know, I'm clicking on the image mid-show. It's going to load and hopefully not make the listener lounge here a bit differently. But, you know, I, I really do like... They're, they're going to put this scavenger in between events and shard store. I, I, I do like the placement. I love the animation to it. Um, you know, it's... I, I'm I'm holding final judgment until we get the complete rundown of what this is going to be. You know, each, each relic is specific to the character, but... It's, it's just another mod. It's just another piece of gear for for how some people are saying it. You know, some of the... I'm going to read the one that comes up that, that stood out to me in the original Relics and Scavenger article portion of this. Uh, to clarify a bit further, first, signal data is a set of new materials that are dropped from Cantina Battle Nodes. More on that in just a moment. The number you'll need to scale... Um, the number you need will scale as you go up in levels, but the intent for the first few Relic Amplifier upgrades is that they can be farmed relatively easily and consistently. I, I Because, and this is why I'm calling it Mods 2.1, it is like the mod salvage to slice. You are slicing up this one item. So, you know, you're getting it from Cantina Battles. And there are some people out there, present company included, that have every single Cantina character at seven stars. So it's good that we're going to be doing something with this rather than just turning it into Shard Shop Currency. Now, it's going to make Shard Shop Currency much more, if you will, much more valuable. You know, you're, you're not going to be simming and getting 15 shards for each piece of, of Kylo Ren Unmasked and Silencer that you're getting every single time so you know your your income your your net of shard shop currency will be going down with that being said as well uh they would just want to make it clear that every piece of scrap can be constructed from a spe uh, specified range of different pieces of gear you can choose which pieces to funnel into the creation of scrap depending on your inventory and your needs if you're worried about accidentally adding a valuable piece of gear that you want to save for a different character at a pre-relics gear tier, you can use the lock feature to prevent that piece of gear from being able to be scrapped down. So you can lock your stun guns, which is great. You can lock your carbontes. You can lock your golden eyeballs. That is 100% a, a welcome pre-thought from them. Now, looking at the uh, looking at the, the different pieces of gear, you know, I am noticing that they need for this one item, this chromium transistor that they showed on the scavenger. 
It looks like they need 421 of the Mark 11. I, I I don't know the exact name of it off the top of my head. I always called it the uh, the manhole cover. You know, so it, it was it's quite interesting to see 421 pieces of a certain gear being needed. That is ludicrous to me. That's absolutely ludicrous. Now, when it comes to this gear, or when it comes to what this is going to be doing, we have the four types of characters in this game. We have the attacker, we have the tank, we have the healer, we have the support. And then there are three types of those. If you've ever played, you know, if you've ever played a, a turn-based strategy game like this, seeing this come to this game... I'm only slightly worried because what it's going to do is it is going to further alienate certain characters. But I'm more excited for the fact that what's going to happen is that we are probably going to get that true paper, rock, scissors meta. You know, we have a strength attacker that could that probably doesn't do that much against an agility tank. But an agility attacker can probably do a heck of a lot more to a support, a strength support than a tactics support. It, it truly is paper, rock, scissors on that strength, agility, tactics. Now, whether or not what you do with those characters is going to, is going to focus them into one certain pocket. Now we have, what? We have over 160 characters in this game. If we take the 160 and we divide it by 12, that's a that's approximately, I, I just totally lost my calculator there for a second. If we take the 160 and we divide it by 12, that's 13 different characters for if they entirely balance it, 13 different characters for each role. Now, there's also going to be synergies. Now, sometimes those synergies are going to be great when you have an all-strength team or an all-agility team. But what's going to happen is that you're going to be beaten by certain teams that don't have synergy because they are all because because they're they're piecemealed together you know we used to revel in the days we, we still do in a way with the whole general grievous um suicide squad so having that suicide squad is a piecemeal team instead of saying oh, i'm gonna have all the sith empire or i'm gonna have all the old republic jedi you know or i'm gonna have all jedi led by revan or something like that and that's not necessarily a bad thing. We have to look and see kind of what we're doing to ourselves with these with these teams that we're creating and maybe figure out what is best in a certain situation and that what is truly driving this game we're seeing it in Grand Arena Championships. So with that with that kind of, of synergy, it's 
entirely it's entirely plausible for you to come up with these new types of teams now where are we going to get as they said these specific um scrap pieces uh a signal data as they're calling it it looks like they're going to be putting it all on the end hard nodes uh mainly on on uh, the tier eight because what they're doing they've taken the terrible farm of veteran smuggler han and veteran smuggler chewbacca and they've moved it from a 16 node all the way down to a 12 node so people will be able to gear up that this is catch-up mechanics people this is absolutely catch-up mechanics for the people that want to get jedi uh jedi training right this is absolutely catch-up mechanics for the people because sith assassin is doing the same thing for those who want to get a piece of the sith empire team so they're, they're removing kyla uh you know literally who would go and farm the higher nodes for kylo ren talia and lando absolutely nobody so that is a welcome sight to see that they're removing the harder nodes for them it, it, it was just a a filler if you will in this case now the gear inflow they i wanted to read this verbatim because this stood out to me in a large way you know the introduction of relics is going to change the nature of the demand for gear in the game some pieces that were more important previously may become less so and vice versa let's look at that vice versa let me say it that way some pieces that were less important previously may become more important <laughs> so we've done some preliminary analysis and we have some ideas of how the system may change so we've made an early move in easing the gear flow with their recent update to daily activities which i'm which we'll cover here in just a second they're going to be closely monitoring what the gear flow looks like after the release of relics and they may take additional measure measures to loosen gear inflow depending on what it looks like so if if a lot of people are getting stuck at a certain node or they're getting stuck on on a on a certain piece that really shouldn't be a problem in their eyes they're already saying that they're going to go forth and loosen it a little bit more. So, you know, I applaud them for what they've done just recently with with the whole loose with, with the whole cryotech. Let, let's get into that um, really quickly here. You know, let's pull this up here. They've updated level eighty-five daily challenge completion rewards. They've removed the hypo, the Mark VI hypo syringe, the NeuroSav uh, binoculars. They've removed the data pad salvage. They've removed the Blastec weapon mod component, and they added Mark VI furnace. They've added Mark VI thermal detonators. They've added um, Arachid droid collar, and they've added back to jail. That was excellent, and then. On top of that, they added a guaranteed three of either the shock prod 
or the battle computer prototype, Chirotech. Uh, so they've gone ahead and they see all this cryotech needed for gear 13. They have loosened it as they said. And then on top of that, they absolutely went ahead and uh, gave us the potential of 250 crystals. I, I bet it's probably the same drop rate, if you will, of the 330 um, 330 uh, shards if uh, in, in those in those packs. But you know what? That's not too shabby. Um, they also uh, did a few other fixes about fives. Um, and apparently, uh, Treya's Bonds of Weakness will no longer trigger Fives' tactical awareness. That was hilarious when, uh, when McMull messaged me about that. So, you know, they're giving us more gear to be able to gear it up. They've, they moved things around. They've sped up ships. Uh, so, so when you're going for those ship pieces... You know, it truly, as ship pieces as in the, the Gear 12 Plus finishers, you know, you actually are getting a good return on the investment. 50 crystals to refresh three times? That's a darn good deal. And if you're free to play and can afford it, if you're doing that well in in your arena and you're going for those Gear 12 pieces, Gear 12 Plus pieces to be able to take them to 13... It's an excellent deal. You know, um, the Fighting Drunk is, is talking about, you know, uh, the clone rework impact on, on territory battles. Thank you for bringing that up. You know, they do it every single time. There was when, I can't remember the last time. I don't remember exactly what it is. Maybe one of our listener lounge uh, members can remind me. But uh, I think it was B2, the B2 battle droid became overpowered in the uh, in the missions against in separatist might so what they did is they swapped out b2 for an earlier version of b2 now this they've done this before not it wasn't just b2 so th this has happened before I hope I don't know if this was intended. I'm hoping that it wasn't, and that after the territory battles, they'll they'll say, "Hey, that was our bad. They should be the original, you know, not as crazy powerful clones, and we'll end up getting a little bit easier road on the GOTB." But with relics coming and all that, I'm not quite sure. You know, it's it's absolutely. It's absolutely maddening to go up against newly meta characters in a territory battle setting. CG, do that. Do with that as you will. You know, you know. Maybe they'll answer those questions. They have a developer Q and A coming up. Uh, let's see. I think it's uh, a week from today. No, a week from um, a week from yesterday, they have a developer Q and A coming up on Thursday. And if you want to, you can submit your questions right now through their forums through a SurveyMonkey link, uh, link, and go in 
submit a question. You know, tell them the escape pod sent you. I'd love to have Crumb come back on and answer the answers of the questions. But you know, that's just another uh, that's just another piece of the thing. Now, if you are playing this like me, when when I first originally downloaded, I found out that I originally downloaded this game December of 2015. Um, thank you to JD for pointing that out for me. You know, I originally played this game on my iPad 2. And sadly, iPad 2 is the second generation of our second generation of iPad is finally getting the axe starting on September 9th. Um, if, if you have any of those iOS devices, iO iPhone 4S, iPad mini, iPad second gen, third gen, and fifth gen. I don't know why the fourth gen wasn't in there, but I'm glad that it made it through. But nonetheless, if you have these devices, download BlueStacks if you have a computer. Uh, you know, find some way to keep your account going because we don't want to lose you. Absolutely. Do not want to lose you. <laughs> now, the event calendar came in to uh came into play you know we already knew that we got the week one of grand arena on the 26th so this is a four-week grand arena you know we, we've got our standard every other week territory wars and territory battles but coming up in in this in in this next month if you don't have if you don't have the Darth Revan, if you don't have Yoda and you don't have Emperor Palpatine, all three of those, all three of those are coming back this next month. But as I'm looking at this calendar, I'm not seeing events for September 11th. That's a Wednesday. That's usually the day that they release characters. You know, to Wednesday or Thursday. I'm not seeing very much on the 17th. You know, it, it's speculation to that. There's a lot of a lot of talk that there may be a another epic confrontation. I think they called it coming up that has to do with Clone Wars. I'm not going to go and, and and spread these 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 possible, you know, red herrings because I don't want people to say, "But you said," because you know, I want to. Pl I like to play this game the way that I like to play it. I'm enjoying gearing the clones. If you call farming farming cryotechs every single day, enjoying yourself. I do think that there's something coming with the clones. They just released Shakti. I would do it if I were you, just because they are a now strong faction. But what the what exactly it's going to be? You know, when we are going to when are we going to get malevolence? Because we got to see it with the with the vulture droid. Those are all things that are up in the air. There's, um, I think there was two days. Yeah, there's uh, between the 20, uh, 23rd and the 29th, there's something on the 28th and the 24th, or 25th. So there's stuff between the 24th, the 26th, and the 27th of September that is absolutely out there. That will be 
just before another territory battle. So could we see territory battles at the beginning of October? That is going to be my guess. Now, you guys have heard, uh, let me just make sure that, I, that I've covered all the bases of the things that I wanted to, uh, wanted to cover here today. I did. Um, you guys have heard the commercials for Micaeus. Now, Micaeus did go into my account just, uh, just before this previous territory battle. And I gotta say, I am absolutely doing amazingly better than I ever had, especially in Grand Arena, especially in Arena. I went from a 151 rank, I think I topped out at 22. Uh, just based on the crappy mods that I have, you know, we all know that I need to work on my mod game, right? I, I, I fully admit that. But with that being said, the mods that I did have were able to take a General Grievous team into a Darth Malak meta and absolutely climb. I was ecstatic seeing double-digit numbers and numbers below 50. You know, it's absolutely a a great investment, and I want to just publicly thank Micaeus. Uh, you know, before we go to a break and run one of his commercials, I really just want to publicly thank Micaeus for taking the time. It took him three days to go through all of the all the terrible mods I had to make this happen, but he did it. And you know, if you guys are on the fence about it, I one hundred percent endorse this guy. So that is why he is the official remodder of the Escape Podcast. Is he stayed in communication with me. You know, as soon as he finished, Mallet came back. I jumped on that. I was ready to go. All because this guy jumped into the uh jumped into my account. He helped me out. And you know, you can do it yourself. I am not going to tell you that you must spend money on a remodding service to do this. But you need to know what you're doing. You know, Grand Ivory is great. And you can put in the time in doing that and fine-tuning every little piece. You know, the recommendations on Grand Ivory are not necessarily the right ones. But... If you fine-tune those little sliders on Grand Ivory, they will come up with something close to what Micaeus does, but you need to know exactly what you're doing. And if you have no idea, that's when you call the professionals. You know, I'm not going to go and end up, you know, working on my gas stove. I have no idea what to do with gas stoves. I could fix a computer, but I can't fix a gas stove. I can play my heart out in TB, but I can't mod correctly, and that's why I ask. You know, I'm not the territory war guy. So if you're looking for, you know, well, this guy sucks because he doesn't know what to do in, in, in Grand Arena. You know what? I have fun, though. And I enjoy myself in this game. And that's something that you can't criticize me for because I'm having fun. With that being said, uh, we're going to go to a break. And uh, we're just going to go ahead and skip over the Hollow Roundtable this week. When we come back from a break, we're going to talk to Nev. Uh, we're going to have his escape pod cast for kids. And then right after that, an incoming transmission with Twitch streamers, Cloud City Gaming, right here on the escape pod cast. 
Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lowercase Micaiah's number 0127. That's M-I-K-A-Y-A-S number 0127 or at mikaiasmods at gmail.com. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod cast. The Escape Pod cast. Guild Classifieds. Become an Escape Pod castaway today and join Yavin 4. We're a three and a half minimum GP guild and you get to hang out with myself and Paul. Yay! All that we ask for is 600 raid tickets per day mandatory. 45 stars we get on light side territory battle. We get 47 stars on dark side territory battle and 25 stars on Geonosis territory battle. The key characters that we're actually looking for are for characters for the territory battles and teams for territory wars. Our goals are unlocking legendary and journey tunes by the second time that they come around. If this sounds like a right fit for you, well join Yavin 4 today and get to hang out with myself and Paul. You also get to hang out with the lovely Savage Diva and Zed. How good's this? And also Tenpool. Shout out to Tenpool. Raid times are Eastern at 12pm, 7pm and 12am rotating and we ran Call the Sim and it's done at Guild Reset. If you want more information, we'll join our Discord today at discord.gg forward slash J-R-E-U-K-P-E or you can just have a look in our Guild Classifieds for this week. Join the crew at Yavin 4 today. Like what you hear on the Escape Pod cast? Want to support Scotty and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon. For as low as $2 a month, you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up. Support us today. Hello there, boys and girls, and welcome to the Escape Pod Cast for Kids with me, your host, The Nev. Today we're going to talk about territory wars. Now, we're not going to go into it too much in detail because some boys and girls are free to play and might be in guilds under 100 million GP, but other boys and girls are pay to win because they've got mummy and daddy wrapped around their little finger. So they're likely to be in guilds over 100 million GP, or even over 150 million GP. Let's start off at the early game, and if we have enough time at the end, we'll talk about end game. First thing about Territory War that's important is to join Territory War when it comes up. If you fail to sign up for Territory Wars, you're risking expulsion from the guild, so don't forget that part. Now, the beginner guilds are what we're going to discuss, as they tend to be the most disorganized, as they are less likely to have a territory war officer who will tell you what squads to put in defense and what to say for offense, so it'll be a free-for-all. In the case of a free-for-all, it'll be up to you what you put in defense and offense, so let's go over some of the most effective defensive squads and most effective offensive squads. If you've been playing the game for at least a year, you should have some decent squats. 
the number one defensive team to put out is JKR-led teams. It's a tough team to beat. Your opponent will have to chew through a few squads to defeat him. The number two defensive team I suggest is a Bosk Django-led bounty hunt team. You want Django up front for speed, and if these guys trigger the contract, they will eat up your opponent's squads for breakfast. The number three defensive team I suggest is a Kylo Ren and Masked-led First Order team. Since the First Order squad isn't a hard counter to a lot of squads, this is why they are a good choice for defense. Since we're only talking about early accounts, let's move on to the offense. If you've put out three teams on defense, you should have at least three teams for offense. I'm going to give you three squads that are good hard counters to all the squads you might face. And by that I mean the three teams combined will defeat 90% of the teams you might face. The three teams are CLS, JTR and Emperor Palpatine. Don't worry if you don't have JTR yet, you'll get there in the end. Any of these three teams will provide you with a counter to every single squad you might face. Of course, you'll still need good mods, decent gear levels and maxed out abilities, but once you've done a few TWs and found your feet with the squads, you'll get into the habit of knowing what to do and when to do it. You might end up close to losing a few battles while you learn to use your offensive teams. It's important to not lose. If you lose, you will load the turn meter and your guild will be punished by the RNG gods. The RNG gods do not like turn meter loaders and will punish your guild by making them use multiple squads to defeat the turn meter loader squad you just made. So... What the... No, it can't be. Foolish Nev. You think it is the RNG gods punishing the guilds? You don't understand the power of the dark side. Vader? No, you idiot. I am dead, but through the power of the dark side of the force, I return as a dark side force ghost. But, but how is this possible? You think Exar Kun is the only Sith Lord who transitioned to the Dark Side Force Ghost? You think that crybaby Anakin is the only one who got to return? If Disney can bring back my old Master Palpatine, I too can. But, but why? Why would you return? Why I return is not of your concern. With every loaded TM, I grow more powerful and gain more control. Do not listen to the Nev, boys and girls. Give in to your anger when losing a battle. Hit that auto button and your journey to the dark side will begin. With every loaded turn meter, I grow strong. Strong enough to sabotage your guild's chances of victory. Well, that's quite enough of that, Vader. This is my show, so kindly bugger off. I grew weary of you now. <coughs> Please, no. <coughs> Join me next time for story time with the Dark Lord of the Sith, boys and girls. And together, we will rule the galaxy. Thank you.
If you like what you hear on the Escape Podcast, sign up to become a Patreon today. Support Scotty and Paul for as low as $2 a month and you can help them launch Escape Pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the Escape Pod to sign up. Support us today. Hey everyone, Biscuit Weasel here from the planet Coruscant in the HSTR project. Some of you may have seen my latest videos about my modding and Grand Arena strategy, but I want to help you personally. Head on over to patreon.com slash Weasel, that's Weasel with a Z, and check out my new Patreon rewards. And while they last, the first 10 people to sign up at the $10 level will get the whole $30 package for their first month. That's patreon.com slash Biscuit Weasel. Remember, that's with a Z today. Hey there, Escape Padawans. Everyone's favorite llama here to remind you that the Escape Pod cast is on social media. That's right. We're on Facebook. We're on Twitter. So give us a like, give us a follow, and stay up to date on all things in-game and in the Escape Pod. Our account links are down in the description or on our Discord server in the show links channel. See you on the net! Receiving incoming transmission. Welcome into the incoming transmission for this week on the Escape Pod cast. And I am joined this week. We decided, you know, we've heard enough about YouTubers. So we thought that it's time that we talk about some Twitch streamers. And so with me this week, I have Cloud City Games, uh, Cloud City Games or Cloud City Gaming, Zero. Gamers. gamers, Cloud City gamers. gamers. Thank you, yes. thank you. Um, you know, it, it'd help if I look at my damn notes, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, we have Cloud City Gamers joining us this week, and it's an absolute pleasure to have you guys because I wanted to expose our listeners to, to as I said, more than just YouTube gamers um there's there's a wide array of other places to get your galaxy of heroes fix so first off welcome to the show zero thank you thank you and uh we also have along with zero ender what's going on bud hey thanks for having me not a problem so um you know i wanted to i wanted to get an idea of you know, let, let's go ahead and just hit that that big question right out of the gate. Ciro, when did you start playing, and what kind of player are you? Uh, well, I started playing, I think, November 2016, um, and so I'm a, I'm a free-to-play player, but I take the game, I would say, pretty seriously, so I spend a lot of time, you know, really researching and thinking about the game, probably too much time, to be honest. Um <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I, I think that that adequately describes me. But you know, I have a, I think I would say I have a slight preference for PvP aspects to the game. But you know, I'm I'm enjoying the new territory battles as well. So I think that summarizes it for me. Were, were you part of the uh, free to play people that unlocked Malik the first time? Yes, oh, I, wow. I was. I was. I was lucky enough to have enough saved. Yeah. Okay, so ladies and gentlemen, um, you know, there there is one of the the 
0.1%, I think I found the number to be. Congratulations. It was small, that. yeah. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And uh, um, also, Ender, what about you? Uh, what, where, where, do you uh, where do you hail from in this game, and what kind of player are you? So I, I've been playing for the game for a little over two years, um, and I am a, a moderate whale. I don't know if Sierra would define me as different than that, but I, I'd say I'm a moderate whale. And uh, so, I, but I love the game. I my favorite part of the game is PvP stuff. I love Grand Arena, even though I got hosed this this round of Grand Arena with some a glitch. But I'm uh, super excited about uh, the Grand Arena and the changes that they've made to it and the matchmaking stuff. So I, I really love that. The new GOTB, I enjoy it, but the grind to get it done is just tedious. But I, I still enjoy it. You know, for for me, it's not as much as the grind to get the TB done. It's the grind to get the players in your guild to do the stuff. Ender and I are both officers. So, yeah, we, we understand. Yeah. I, I might be conflating the, the difference there, but uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. And, and and it's nothing, nothing against, um, I, I know that real life takes precedence, um, but you gotta poop sometime, right? <laughs> the problem is these, these missions are longer than the, the, like, length of an average poop. You know, that's the issue. These, these missions, like, some of them are, like, ten minutes. You can, you can, well, you can, just you can you got a ten minute poop, yeah. <laughs> right. Apparently exactly. my bathroom breaks are different from you guys's. <laughs> You're, you're not married with kids yet. I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, no. Uh, tell me about uh, tell me about what you guys do on your channel, and then um, and then after that, why Twitch instead of YouTube? You know, everybody flocks to YouTube. But first off, well, what if somebody t- tunes into Cloud City Gaming? What are they going to expect? Cyril, we'll start with you. Yeah, so I mean, I would say that our our stream is um, perhaps a little different from what you'd expect from you know just tuning into a YouTube video or something. Uh, we really try to have our stream be uh, well, one very interactive. I would say um, so. YouTube video, you know, you, you watch it; it's your three, four minutes, maybe a little more, and then you know that's just kind of it. Yeah, you know, we, we really strive to interact with the chat. So you're, you're able to just message us questions and, and talk with the other viewers. And uh, so there's that aspect to it. And, and we, we have more of a presentation style format, I would say. So we, you know, there, there's a little bit more of a, like, let's, let's discuss something a little more in depth than just like, oh, how do I win this real quick four minutes, you know, so we're maybe not the place that you would go if you want a quick answer, but we're a good place to go if you want to hang out, have a good time, have like an experience to the whole thing. Excellent. And Ender, what, uh, what about you? How do you how do you feel that uh, that your your content is uh, enough, different enough? So the, the purpose of our channel when we decided to do it was because Sierra and I, when we started, you know, kind of chatting together about this is we are both the improvement officers in our guild. And so we thought that doing a Twitch stream to help our members in the guild, they can come and ask us questions and we could do some walkthroughs of some videos on how to, you know, do certain battles or to remod certain characters. Um, so we kind of use it as more of an informational tool. So we didn't really go, go into it to make money or make a name for ourselves. It was more of a way to help other players. And we thought if we could help players in our guild, great. If we can help players outside our guild, even better. Um, 
but it's really just a place to come hang out. We've, you know, remodded, you know, an entire squad of people from our guild and outside of our guild on the stream live. So, and we've, and Cyril will walk through his territory battles and grand arena championships live. So we kind of do stuff like that to kind of make it interactive and teach people and coach people rather than just do a, you know, five to 10 minute little blurb of a YouTube video. Gotcha. Um, now I, uh, we're, we're about to get to that uh, why why Twitch instead of YouTube question, but, you know, I, I bet there are people who are going, okay, I'm interested in this. I mean, you guys, in a way, are, are pretty much a, a podcast in your own right, but you, you do it in video um, from, from, from my experience of, of, you know, what I've seen. Um, so, you know, what is your schedule? When can they catch Cloud City Gaming? Well, uh, unfortunately, the schedule hasn't been quite as regular as I would like because unfortunately, well, fortunately and unfortunately, I'm moving across the country in a couple weeks. Um, so it's it's been a little little crazy, but we generally aim for a once a week stream and it's usually on Sunday nights. Um, but you know, the, the best thing to do, I would say is if you're in our discord channel, we give, you know, alerts for, for when we're going to be doing it. And if you follow us on Twitch, you'll just get a little email every time we go live. We always have the first 10 or so minutes of the stream be kind of, you know, a little more introductory and, and just talking before we go get into the meat of what we want to talk about, just to let people filter in. Um, but yeah, that's the best way to catch us, I would say. So, so essentially ring that little bell for notifications as they yeah, say. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. uh, Ender, I'm going to pose the, uh, pose that question that I asked earlier to, to you first, you know, what, what drove you guys to do Twitch instead of YouTube where you see a lot of these, these content creators that, that people, you know, for lack of a better term, glorify, if you will. <laughs> well, I, I don't know if I'm speaking for Cyril when I say this, but I, so part of the appeal for Twitch to me was the fact that you didn't have to spend a lot of time editing videos down and curating it. You could just we could just get on and talk, and it could be kind of raw and unfiltered. And uh, so that was something that appealed to me. Was one, I didn't have to spend hours editing videos. I didn't have to worry about you know getting a green screen behind me or you know or risk looking like some of the YouTubers backgrounds where they can see like, you know, McDonald's boxes or something. Um, so, I, <laughs> so, so I just decided, you know, and I didn't, I didn't want to drop a ton of money into, you know, just making my basement look like a nice little studio. And so that was part of the appeal. And the other part of the appeal is I feel like in a YouTube video, you're not really interacting with your, your viewers, right? You're just creating a video. You hope that they enjoy and they hope they get value out of, but when you do a Twitch stream, if you're on for 30 minutes to an hour and a half, sometimes we're on for two and a half hours, you know, we can really kind of get into what people really have questions about and how we can really help people. Or we can get into the really nitty gritty details of a forum post talking about the relics or something like that. Because you can't really talk too much about the relic system in a seven minute YouTube video. Um, so it's fun to theory, to, you know, project and to theory craft in on a Twitch stream, whereas that stuff, I think it's a little, it's harder to watch that kind of stuff on a YouTube video. Gotcha. Cyril, what about what, um, did he hit the nail on the head or is he totally <laughs> daft? Well, I would, I would throw in just some small bits. Like for me, the interactivity is really, really huge. The fact that I get to like, it, it feels more like we're hanging out together than I, you know, I'm talking purely at you. Um, and I, I like that about it quite a bit. 
Uh, so, so that's definitely a big aspect of it. But I'd also say there are just there are things that go into the YouTube video making where it's very um, like let me you know everything's got to be quick in a YouTube video. You, you know we can't have really like thirty minute YouTube videos explaining you know one topic. People turn it off. Um, but like the interactivity of Twitch allows us to go more into like why certain things are happening. So when I tell you, hey, I think you should use you know these kinds of sets on this character, I can go into really in depth as to why and show you all the reasoning. And I think those kind of the answer to that why is often the difference between somebody who is like a very strong player and somebody who is like, I, I would just say an algorithmic player who just follows, you know, a series of steps to, to win certain battles. And so, I mean, I think a good example of something we've seen in this recently is the um, the main counter to General Grievous right now is, is Jedi Revan teams. And so now you're kind of wondering, you know, there's, I could put out this whole strategy that involves, you know, how you turn meter swap and how you spread foresight and how you be all ready. And if you just follow the steps, it's probably going to work. But there's something like a 4% chance that B2 doesn't come out of stealth. And what do you do when that happens? And if we haven't gone into the why and all those little details, I would say you're not like really prepared to be your best. And so as far as a teaching platform goes, I think Twitch is significantly better than YouTube as far as teaching those details. I think that was an excellent answer. <laughs> you guys, uh, that's uh, amazing. Now, um, you mentioned that, uh, let, let's get to know you guys, you know, because they, people know about me. They, they, they know the whole situation that, uh, that occurred with Mrs. Anthony right when we started this podcast. Um, you know that they know they know about the whole family aspect. They know about Nev's kids coming into uh, coming to see him um, in October for uh, for things. But what? Uh, who is Ciro? G- give us give us a rundown of the person behind the the name Ciro. <laughs> okay, well I'll, I'll just say my first name is Arthur, so we can go by that <laughs> if you like, and. Uh, yeah, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm 28 years old. Um, I'm about to move to North Carolina. I work right now as a as a as a teacher. Actually, I, I uh, am a private tutor. Um, so I, you know, I work with students who most of them are on their way to grad school. So I help prepare them for things like the MCAT and the GRE stuff like that. Um, I also do some some teaching for college classes. So teaching is very much in my blood, and it's something I really enjoy. And uh, and yeah, as, as you can see, I wanted to apply it into uh, Galaxy of Heroes as well. That I, um, yeah. As far as family life goes, I would say, you know, I'm, I'm engaged. Um, we just got engaged a couple of months ago. Um, other things, you know, I'm a, I'm a huge traveler. I've been to all of the uh, continental states in the U.S. and 18 countries. Wow. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's, that's me, I would say. Uh, and, uh, um, of course, the, the person who has a... Uh, who has a name named after uh, Orson Scott Card. Ender, what about you, buddy? <laughs> well, my, my real name is not Ender. My parents weren't that cruel. Um, so my, my, my real name is Taylor, and, you know, which I guess now is kind of a girl's name, so my parents, I guess, were <laughs> in hindsight a little cruel. But it's uh, – so I am 38. I am married. I have four kids. Uh, they're – crazy but uh i've got three boys and one girl so um my wife is a saint for putting up the three <laughs> boys and so i i live in the washington dc area i uh for work i for my profession my my where i you know get the money to actually spend on this game i work for i work do like some education and workforce policy consulting work 
where I, you know, work with nonprofits and for-profits and investors to provide them with kind of federal risk assessments as far as they're looking to expand their business opportunities in the education and workforce. There sectors. we go. So, you know, it sounds like you definitely can whale. And uh, me knowing some teachers from working in school districts, you know, <laughs> I, I totally understand why you don't whale. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say I'm, I'm lucky in that I'm outside of the public education system. And so I make more money than they do, but it's still not enough to go crazy whaling every character in Galaxy of Heroes. <laughs> there you go. Now, um, now, now that we uh, know you guys, how did, how did, you know, the two of you end up meeting uh, to, and, and how was, how was Cloud City Gaming formed? Whoever wants to take it. Uh, well, I guess, yeah. I mean, we met, uh, we're in the same guild. So that's, that. that I, I would say that was the, uh, the spark to us first meeting each other. Um, and then we, I'm trying to remember, I think we were promoted to officer about the same time, right, Under? Yeah, so what happened was we, uh, so I am, so Sue and I are both heavily focused on mods in the game. And so I we put together a big mod guide and created a mod channel in our Discord server for our guild. And then the, off, the other officers thought that we were putting in so much work, we should be made officers. And so, but Sue and I did a lot of talking and planning to put that mod guide together for right when slicing came out last September. And then that, all that help that we did, we kind of decided, Hey, let's just start doing, let's start doing a, uh, a Twitch stream together. We were doing all the work anyway, right? So we just get to go on and talk about it. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was just, a, yeah. And sometimes, you know, our members had a hard time, you know, reading, you know, because if we type like a 10 page mod guide, like no one's going to read the whole thing. So we decided that to, you know, save our sanity and not have to like, you know, write a whole research thesis paper on mods, we would do a Twitch stream and save ourselves some pain and grief. <laughs> I, I totally understand that. And, uh, you know, I helped out a uh, um, Scum and Villainy recently. They just did a whole uh, TB workshop and I came in and I helped them out. So I totally understand that that wants to be able to say, this is how you do it. And this is how I do it. And so yes. marry the two and find what's right for you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I put together a website for our guild and stuff, and so that all that stuff was nice to have curated, but the Twitch stream has been much more effective as a way of connecting with our, our guild members. I think a lot of people, too, just want, you know, like th this game, because it's just played on your phone or, or whatever, it's it's like a very individual experience, and a lot of people want it to be more of a community experience, and that's that's something that a Twitch stream can help facilitate. All right. Um, so, you know, what... What drives you guys in the, in the fact that, uh, you know, what, what are you hoping for that comes next? What, what's your prognostication? Um, Ender, we'll start with you. You know, what, what do you think is coming next outside of the 100% obvious that we've already been told about? So besides the relics coming as a, you know, uh, uh, yeah, reskin gear 14. Um, I think that, you know, I think it's pretty obvious that we're going to be getting some sort of, you know, general Anakin coming to the game and we're going to get a light side version of Genosa territory battles where we'll need to use, I think shock T will be key there. Um, and then Padme will be key there as well. And we'll see some sort of meta shift with it. Uh, general Anakin is what everyone's talking about. And I think that's kind of like the right, you know, with the data mining and everything, I think that's probably where it's going. 
but I, I just don't know how long that meta is going to last. I could see it being a short meta because Anakin would be the only non marquee tune to or free to play tune in that squad. And so I think eventually they'll have to shift it back to some sort of Jedi or rebel meta or something like that, that will have a couple more legendaries involved because they got to keep making money. And oh, no. um, so I just, I don't think it'll be like a more than like a two month meta type thing for general Anakin. Yeah, and don't forget, I mean, we have First Order, uh, not First Order, we have, uh, well, I mean, we have First Order or Resistance coming with the new uh, movie, unless we get, you know, Undead Sith from Palpatine or whatever the heck. Um, you know, yeah. and we also have, we have all these, all these, uh, I mean, it could, with the re-release of Clone Wars, with with the new season, that General Anakin could turn into something else later, in my opinion. Yeah, I could definitely think it could lead to some sort of, you know, two two month meta that then another marquee, another legendary tune comes out in January or February after we get the whole uh, Rise of Skywalker meta for a couple months. We could see another Clone Lo- Clone Wars influx. When they and the developers even kind of hinted at that that there's going to be some more Clone Wars content next year, but they were only kind of doing the small five of first. Uh, rework and a couple new tunes in that um, with that tag, and then the clones will kind of maybe see another mini resurgence late next year, or late later this year. But so I think that definitely could be the case where General Anakin gets some sort of uh, you know relevance again, or it could even be some sort of Jedi that comes in because General Anakin will likely have a Jedi tag still. So you know you never know how that will interplay with you know a uh, Jedi Ray or something like that. Exactly. Exactly. Now, Ciro, what about you? What do you see in your crystal ball? Yeah, I think um, it like the, the tea leaves right now, I think are like fairly clear because there's only one panic thing you could be doing right now, which is whatever is coming next involves Shakti somehow. Um, the, the question is whether she's going to be used in like a legendary unlock or if she's just going to be required for something in the light side version of, of territory battles. That being said, like if you've got the resources to either whale her or be using your in-game crystals to, to get going, hopefully you've already been going. Um, if you haven't been, it, it might already be getting too late. I saw the, the future man on Reddit posted that she's in the, uh, the weekly shipments for, for next week. So, um, yeah, so I mean, I think that's that's kind of the thing that's coming, and I agree with Ender. It's gonna whatever that is. If it's, I, I assume it's gonna be meta shifting because Darth Revan's been around for quite a while and it's getting a little stale. And I don't think it's gonna last very long because something from the movie's gonna come out. I think there's gonna be a whole bunch of marquees tied to the movie's release, um, and that that's gonna be the, the shifter. Well, and and I feel like the developers even uh, what was it back in January or so said that they weren't done with the Last Jedi marquees. So I think we could see an influx of you know like a a general Hux and a couple other characters from the movies that have already been released come out as kind of marquees that you will then need to unlock, you know, whatever legendaries are part of the next movie. Yeah, it's totally possible. Suffice it to say, if you don't already have resistance first order characters farmed, you you probably should get on that too. Yeah. I need to finish Holdo and Rose. Finishing Rose. (laughs) <laughs> so, so scotty who couldn't make it uh, to the to uh the interview recording today he uh he has had a bet that uh, with another game changer um he, he bet a game changer that he would say to rose if revan came first well <laughs> we all know how that came out <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, you know, 
One of us who's not here to speak for himself. Uh, I can't bag on him too much because I also am the recipient of a Zeta challenge. I'm the one that has, uh, I I think I'm the only one who has a Zeta Bodhi Rook. Awesome, dude. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'll be honest. I don't need Zeta challenges to put out bad Zetas. <laughs> yeah, I've got enough. Like I got B sets and others on my account that I would gladly get rid of. We got a guy in our uh, guild that uh, he always reminds us to never drink in Zeta, <laughs> and then he shows us his Zeta Garza. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like, don't drink in Zeta. I definitely yeah. don't drink in gear though. Like when I've I've courted gear in the past, right? Because as a free to play player, you, you kind of need to. And uh, I definitely got drunk and just dropped it all once. It, I regret it. I regret it. I, I did that because we were we were just short of a forty fifth star for the first time on a light side territory battles, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I, uh, listeners to the show know know all about that story. It came to turn out that one person hadn't deployed yet, oh. and they didn't need me to go. Oh God! Oh. Yeah. Four, four Zetas, <laughs> all my gear, everything gone. Oh. And then, hey, do you need me to deploy? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, I feel for you. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like... Did that, did that never get booted? Because that, that sounds like a beautiful offense. Uh, I, I, we don't talk about personnel issues over the air. <laughs> it's certainly an awkward That's, a, that's an HR violation. <laughs> It, it yeah. was. It was. I, I, I did celebrate the 45th star, but uh, it was bittersweet. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So <laughs> with that being said, one last question, and I jokingly actually told you guys that I would ask this um, when I ended up, uh, t- when you guys were like, so what are we going to talk about? I, I want to know who you guys think shot first. <laughs> <laughs> Ender, I'll let you go first. Zero. Oh, Ender, Ender. Han, man. It's Han, Han's, Han's cold-blooded. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it was silly that, they changed, that they changed it back to Greedo. It was Han for sure. <laughs> there we go. So it's a consensus. Everybody here believes that Han shot first. Guys, um, you know, uh, really quick, Zero, how do people, uh, how do people find Cloud City Gaming? Yeah, so the best way is to go on uh, twitch.tv and then just search our stream, which uh, is actually still named The Real Ciro Kern, C-E-R-K-C-E-R-O-K-U-R-N. Uh, I haven't changed it back yet, and, and I'm inclined not to just because that's how people have been finding us. But <laughs> um, I set it up before Ender and I teamed up. So um, if you find us that way, um, that would be really great. Um, the other thing you can do is, you know, I'm sure we can post links to uh, on your Discord server to, to ours, and you'll be able to find us that way, too. Exactly. I was going to say, Ender, is there an easy way to find the Cloud City Gaming Discord server? Uh, not yet. I mean, I can put it on our website, and we can give you a link to our website, but that right now, the easiest way would just be to 
try and find our Twitch stream, and then you can yep. we have a link on our Twitch stream sure. on Ciro's Twitch account. Excellent to it. So so yeah, and and for those that are listening on mobile or or watching the uh, the static image and listening to the show on YouTube, uh, we obviously have all the links down below. Um, if you're listening to us live right now, the uh, link is being posted by me right now inside our Discord server for everybody to click on and and go check out and subscribe to your Twitch channel. And uh, guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for stopping by the Escape Pod cast. And, uh, um, you know, any, any parting words? No, man, thanks for having us. It was, it was a lot of fun, and I and hope everybody uh, does well in Genosis TV going on right now. Yeah, no, just thanks for having us on. And, you know, in the words of Wayne and Garth, just party on, man. We're happy. We're, thanks for having us. My, my favorite Wayne and Garth was car. Game on. (laughs) Stay tuned. Oh, man, that was the best. We'll be right back uh, with the bridge right here on the Escape Pod cast. Hi, this is Cyphermaster SB Crumb, and you're listening to the Escape Pod cast. Micaiah's Modding Mayhem is the premier remodding service for the game that we all love, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. With some of the most affordable rates in the industry, Micaiah's will rebuild your roster from top to bottom and give you consultation on where to go from there. Micaiah's has a 100% satisfaction guarantee and lots of useful additional services, including a full cleanup of your mods, loadout pages, PvP plans and more. Contact Micaiah's today on Discord at all lower Case Micaeus number zero one two seven. That's M I K A Y A S number zero one two seven, or at MicaeusMods at gmail.com. Micaeus Modding Mayhem, the official remodding service of the Escape Pod Cast. Like what you hear on the Escape Pod Cast? Want to support Scotty and Paul? Then sign up to be a Patreon for as low as two dollars a month. You can help them launch escape pods for months to come. Visit patreon.com slash the escape pod to sign up. Support us today. And now time for something completely shameless. This is your favorite YouTubers, favorite Greek American swuggo YouTuber from the greater New York City area, whose name has eight letters beginning with an H and ending with an X. Want to guess who TC 14? Come on, guess. Horse box. Try again. Polio box. Seriously? Horsebacks. You know what? Just forget it. I was trying to get you to say Hellenics, you get dumb droid. Anyway, welcome back to the Escape Pod cast with your hosts, Paul Anthony and Scotty McLaren. Take it away, boys. I have a droid to disassemble. Oh, dear. That's right, guys. We are back on the Escape Pod cast for the bridge this week. You know, um, with with the talk of relics, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do, um, and and before I get into all of this, uh, I I would like to first start by saying this is the bridge. This is the Q and A section for the listener lounge. If you guys have any questions, this is your chance to post them in the chat. Uh, Zed and uh, Llama and uh, Sarlacc will get those to me. Um, But if you guys have any questions, this is your chance to ask them. While I'm waiting for that, um, the one thing that I wanted to go through, you know, just, just, you know, I, 
I like to do a little bit of comedy every once in a while. And I thought that maybe we could go through the list of characters alphabetically and tell you what the, you know, what it most likely will not be for each character and their relics. So, you know, Ayla Sakura. You know, it's probably going to be something like her lightsaber. But, uh, you know, they, they talk about how they couldn't give us midriff Padme, but... Maybe we get Ayla Sakura's midriff. You know, Admiral Akbar, Admiral Akbar's um, cocktail sauce. That probably will not be will not be the uh, the uh, the relic. Ahsoka Tano, uh, Ahsoka Tano's uh, uh, braid that she lost. Probably not going to be getting that. You know, we we have that for both Fulcrum and her. Amy Lynn, Hond- uh, Amy Lynn Holdo's um, feminism probably not going to get that as a uh, as a uh, sort of relic. You know, may- her hair dye that that uh, that that's absolutely you know maybe Amy Lynn Holdo you know, as Nev is saying maybe Amy Lynn Holdo's uh, relic will be Poe's balls. <laughs> that was a good one. Um, you know, Asajj Ventress, uh, you know, her former, the, the remains of her, uh, of her mohawk that she had, you know, you know, I, I could absolutely go through these, you know, and, and, and do a whole bunch of them. Uh, some of the ones that, that came up, um, down the line, you know, what exactly is going to be BB-8's relic? You know, are we going to get the flip lighter? The, the flip lighter would be great. Um, another, uh, another one that, that came along, um, what, what exactly are we going to get for Night Sister Spirit? What exactly, you know, what exactly is the, uh, the, the, the relic for Night Sister Spirit? Could it, could it be, could it be the, the, the energy balls that she throws? You know, what exactly will be Grievous, uh, you know, his asthma inhaler? It, that, there's there's so much that they can do with with these relics that I th- really think that they should go through and and give us give us a list of these relics even beforehand. I mean, we're not going to see the stats per se, but it would be nice to know is Lobot getting his headset? You know, is Lando uh, Calrissian, are you going to get his cape? Or are you going to get the little uh, cheat card um, thing, the, the card up his sleeve for, uh, for young Lando? I, I, there's so many lost, uh, lost opportunities to, to add a little bit of comedy, but at the same time, being serious at the same time. Oh, I got a great question here from Fighting Drunky Ass. You know, do you ever think that they'll do Mythic Raids? You know, it was leaked uh, last December, apparently, that they were talking about it, and nothing since. I I honestly think that that was just something that somebody hoped for. I'm not, uh, you know, I don't don't like to comment on whether or not it was a, a, a leak or not. Um, but I do think that they'll do mythic raids. I really think that they sh- certainly should do a mythic style of the uh, of the pit raid. Uh, 
you know, being able, having yourself be the only one to go in, depending on whether or not you got your 600 or not for a set amount of days, I think that would be a great thing. Can you clear this, raid it, earn yourself gear, and then they still have the other ones going on. I think that would be the definition of the Mythic Raid. I think that would be an excellent, excellent idea. Uh, question, will Malevolence come out with light side territory battles? I really hope so. You know, they did that with, they, they did Wampa with the dark side, with the Hermit Yoda and the light, and the light side. I really, truly think that we're going to see Malevolence inside the store, but, you know, they have been known to change things up. You know, I didn't expect a ship in anything when it came to guild event tokens. Um, so... You know, th this really threw me for a loop when it when it happened. Um, so, yeah, I do do truly think that we'll see it in in territory battles because it is sort of an equivalent character. Uh, for the new calendar, it shows questions in conjunction with one of the Hoth TBs. Will this be the light side uh, uh, territory battles? Let me go look at that again because I don't remember seeing a question. There is no question mark. I mean, it was edited later on by uh, by Crumb. Um, if you happen to have a screenshot of when it had a question mark or whatnot, uh, Rebel Assault starts on September 9th, and Imperial Retaliation starts on the 23rd, and Separatist Might is in both spots. This might have been a, uh, you know, this might have been something that I, I heard about this, but I don't think that that was true. Um, uh, Curtis says that I did hope that relics would allow for some more customization to characters, but it seems like they only provide specific stats. So we all still have the same characters at the end game. Now, yeah, we, we are going to, we are going to see that, but it's going to be more, as I mentioned in the, in the beginning of this, you know, I truly think that what we're going to see is is more of a more of a you know we're, we're going to have the same characters but certain characters are going to beat certain characters in the paper rock scissors style of things so i don't think that that is much of a uh, much of a bad thing uh biscuit weasel thank you for posting the picture that that came from the uh, uh swaggleevents.com that didn't come officially from um from galaxyofheroes.starwars.ea.com. So I'm taking that with a grain of salt. I think I think that is wishful thinking on that screenshot that you posted. Um, where can I farm Wampa for my bounty hunter quest? I don't do Dark Side Hoth anymore. Well, you 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 should be using your um, you should be going through and doing Galactic War. If you're still on that kill a certain number of X. Uh, kind of quests you should be doing galactic war you're gonna see them in that you certainly will see them when it comes to uh, when it comes to getting wampa shards in the in the galactic bounties now we got the emphasis nest one this time around we'll see the wampa bounty next month I, I know that it'll take you years in in, in that fighting drunk but it, it's it, it'll take a little while for a lot of it, you know. Um, so, any other questions, guys? 
because uh, otherwise I am going to just roll right into thanking all of our Patreons, thanking all of our listeners. You guys are what drives this. Um, I really appreciate every single one of you guys. And if there's anything that Scotty and I can ever do for you guys, don't, don't ever hesitate to reach out. If you guys have any, uh, if you guys have anything else, uh, you know, pop into our Discord server as I mentioned at the beginning. Discord.me slash the Escape Pod hyphen cast. And uh, I thank you guys for listening this week. And Scotty, push the button. Oh, oh yeah. Scotty's not here. I guess I gotta push it myself. What's going on? Attention! This is Colonel Sanders in forward command. Abandon ship! Abandon ship! All personnel proceed to escape pods! Close down the circuits! Evacuate the scene! Friends, this is Thaddeus from Going Nerdy. The Escape Podcast was filmed in front of a live studio audience full of tweaked out murder bears. Sit, Boo Boo, sit. Good dog.